You say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that Adam. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Awful, awful. Hello. Hello. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast with me, Tom, and my good friend. Jack. Me. Uh, already talking over each other. Hello. Hello. Uh, another week's gone by. Ooh, getting there. Thanks for joining us uh, on this journey towards the grave. Mm. Coming up on the show. Uh, we're doing my diary. Yes, which is good. That well, well, we I haven't heard it. it. Um, we've got game of moans, not associated with a pornographic parody. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to revive one of your items. Is that racist? Oh, really? But what's the most racist thing you've heard this week? What's the most racist thing you've heard this week? There you go. There is a definitive answer this week that I'll let you decide at the end. Wait, what are you doing? Is this racist? So that's what yours... Because mine was called... What's the most racist thing you've heard this week? Um, I suppose I could do that. It is, it is sort of in two parts, so we'll, we'll, we'll stick with... What's the most racist thing you've heard this week? Okay, well, I suppose it's, this is the, it will be the most racist thing you've heard this week, potentially. Yeah, you just got to decide which one, I think. Oh, you've got two? Yeah. Oh. Wow. And one's, you... a story, one's a story from me, and one's a story from the web. I wish I could be bothered, and I'd put in that little clip of you going, Is it even... It's not even good to talk about racism. No, because you're... Mine are anecdotal. Yours were more... That's not... Is that all right? <laughs> That's what you said. Just because now it's about a race that you don't like, <laughs> you think it's acceptable. Cannot stand the folk. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I mean, I'm always because delighted. Because so, I just... I want to buy my groceries, but God, Jesus. Can I not buy it from a white man? Really? Is that... Too much to ask. And women, you don't like either. No, those guys. They're just... Taking everything. They're even doing football now. Better than us at football. You know what they're not better at than us at? Suicide. We've still got the suicides. Go on the lads. Top of the league. (laughs) Uh, You can't say that from us, girls. It's three quarters. What? Isn't it? Three quarters? Three quarters of all suicides in the UK are men. So more comedy coming up after this song. It's that delightful jitty. Jitty? Jitty. Jitterbug. I've done a jitty. (laughs) Uh, This is a little song called (laughs) System Addict by Five Star. Five Star? (laughs) Yeah, I can't can't remember how I came across this. Is that a fight stars? No, Five Star. They were like like the S Club 7 of their day, I think. Right. That doesn't make it any better. Fight star, though. We should play some fight star. How noble of them to have rated themselves. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. This is before iTunes, of course. Of course. Anyway, we'll listen to it, and you can tell... You at home decide if you'd give it five stars. (laughs) (laughs) That was five star with System Addict on Radio Bista, maybe. Couldn't be bothered to send the file this week. That's on your head. Did you enjoy that? In a way. Um, yeah, it was alright. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I, I, I wasn't really listening that much. endorsement there from Jack Shaw. What I was going to say in the intro before you got into your racism was uh, in my job hunt, I've my degree in philosophy has come up quite a lot. So I think maybe I'd like to weave in a bit, of, maybe a bit of applied ethics into the show. Okay. So I think maybe just a question for you and indeed the listeners to ruminate on throughout the show, because you know we're both intelligent boys. We may come across and act and be quite stupid, but we're actually intelligent boys. So this week's ethical question is: <clears throat> If you sleep with someone for money to buy your partner a present, is that cheating? Don't answer now. 
I want you to think about it. I'm not going to be able to think about an answer to the question because I'm thinking too much about why you've asked that specific question and if there's something you're trying to tell me. Well, I, nothing. And it, it's got nothing to do with the fact that it's getting close to Christmas and I still don't have a job. <laughs> it's just a question, okay, for okay. you to think about. None of these questions will have definitive answers necessarily. Like, Funny that. We all remember when um, we asked the question that was on the nation's lips the other week is it okay to have sex in front of your children there is no there is no right or wrong is there really well okay would you like to hear <laughs> oh god some entries into my diary this week I'm concerned <laughs> largely at the length of it and the fact that I know that you're not going to cut any of it <clears throat> no well I can in post maybe I know you can in post but you won't no if I can't be bothered to cut out every time you go oh you want to check yourself, mate, <laughs> before you inevitably wreck yourself. Oh, you're pretty black for a kettle. Uh. <clears throat> so, my common-law wife is doing a course in Warwick University. I thought you said Lincoln. No. Someone's listening. Um, and because I don't have anyone to talk to in the week, I've taken to keeping a diary of all my thoughts and feelings and the funny and sad things that happen to me. So, bear with me. N- normally, there was a theme where... Sort of, I had to write about largely nothing happening, but I've had a much busier week this week, so you'll great. You'll have to bear with me a bit. Okay, so <clears throat> Monday, saw Dunkirk at the weekend. Think it's given me post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> I was driving back from Warwick last night, and I nearly crashed when someone beeped at me. <laughs> this afternoon, my mum cut my hair. She was also trying to babysit my niece at the same time. She finished cutting my hair and said, That will have to do. (laughs) I prepared for my assessment day tomorrow by researching the company and I realised it wasn't right for me. (laughs) Went to Jack's house to watch Game of Thrones. Parked half a mile down the road after last time when I used the flats car park and Jack said I'd get in trouble watched Game of Thrones (laughs) it was better again but there were still loads of rubbish bits to laugh at after I talked to Jack and Hannah about the assessment day tomorrow and all the funny and sad things that were happening with my job hunt I left early as I had to get up early (laughs) couldn't get to sleep so watched a documentary about David Koresh that's the end of Monday any comments on Monday? um I can tell about the haircut. It does look like an un- it does look un- like unfinished sympathy. Thank you. Um, who is David Koresh? He was a cult leader. I believe he considered himself the third prophet. But I fell asleep watching it, so I don't know too much about it. I think he killed a load of people. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so Tuesday. This is quite a long day. So because you did something. Yeah. Exactly. So feel free to jump in but the, just try and do it when it's necessary rather than everything right. that does sound like something I do I know that's fair that's, I that's a fair <clears throat> assessment Tuesday alarm went off at 6.15am eight snoozes later I got up had to wear a tie I looked like I was back in sixth form I left the house to go and get a train it was raining. Crossed the road. A car drove through a big puddle and it soaked me. Got on the train to go to London. I like being on the train and seeing all the funny and sad adults trying to type on their phones. I also like when their font is so big you can read it from the other end of the carriage. Sandra wants to know if Cathy still fancies the pub tonight as long as her meeting doesn't overrun. I hope it does. <laughs> Could I just interject quickly, just yeah. to, to say, uh, when I was on a train once going into London, there was a bloke, grey-haired, I reckon he was probably in his 50s, ballpark, mm. on his iPad, playing like a sort of, you know those kind of world-building games, like the sort of Sim City kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah. One of those... <laughs> But a Smurfs version? <laughs> You've said about this before. I liked it a lot. It may just made me think a lot. I reckon that he 
it either like has just grown to love the Smurfs, or he's picked up his daughter's iPad by accident. Well, I'm not going to not play anything. Well, am he's I? caught the Smurfs bug. <laughs> the Smurfs bug. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> for Smurfs. A man next to me tutted. I think he might have been like Gargamel. <laughs> and he just right, and he was killing the just, <laughs> just deliberately like penning them in and setting them on fire. Well, I'd enjoy that. I'd certainly. Do Although, that. actually, to be fair, I don't know that that was Gargamel's modus operandi. Well, if I don't know that he was out to destroy the Smurfs. I don't think he was enacting a genocide. I, I'm not sure that was the vibe. I feel like he might have just been catching them because I know that he had a net, but it was like a fishing net. All I, I just know, lay one out. All like I know is that Gargamel sent in Smurfette to try and corrupt the Smurfs. Ah. But the overwhelming Smurf way of life... Smurfed her up. Smurfed her the wrong way, so she became a Smurf. Bloody snake. The cruelest trick of all. Okay. Anyway. Are you finished with the Smurfs now? Uh, well, no, but I'll <laughs> let you continue. A man next to me tutted when a loud song played on my phone. But I don't care because he was wearing a plaid shirt with a tie. Were you wearing headphones? Yes. Okay. Got to Euston and got on the tube. Accidentally looked at a man's genitals, open brackets, penis and testicles, close brackets, and I think he noticed. <clears throat> what? Just elaborate slightly there. Well, I just, I don't want to look straight at people on the tube, so I was sort of just looking <laughs> You'd rather look at their nuts. Am I rested on his... Um, Genitals, open brackets, penis and testicles, close brackets. And just for a, a half second, and he noticed. <clears throat> so his giblets were just out? No, I was looking at his crotch. Right. But you could tell. <clears throat> Got to Richmond and put on my sat-nav. <laughs> it said, proceed to the route. And the woman in front of me turned round and looked at me. <laughs> was walking to the place and thought someone was following me. I thought I might get mugged. I did get mugged once. All I had on me was an old iPod and £3.70. I remember one of the muggers rolled his eyes. <laughs> Got to the place and went into a waiting room with nine other people. I have never felt like such an alpha male. A little twitchy lad kept <laughs> laughing at nothing and said, I was thinking of something funny. No one answered. <laughs> the bloke directly in front of me was looking at pictures of a dead rabbit on his iPad. Went into a room and had a presentation on the company. Within five minutes, I realised I wouldn't be able to do the training and couldn't get the job. The presentation went on for another hour and a half. <laughs> the twitchy lad had a lot of, lot of questions and stood up every time he wanted to speak. He also got the name of the company wrong seven times. <laughs> After the presentation, we did some logical thinking exercises in groups. It was easy, apart from the twitchy lad, who wouldn't be quiet. He kept standing up, even though it was group discussion. What do you mean by twitchy? Just for my benefit here, can you just do something like, like a... Like sort of squirmy example? and stuff, like a nervous energy. Right. So, like a slightly heightened version of yourself. Yeah, but I mean, really, I look like the most normal person. I've never felt so normal. Wow. I, I need to look at more jobs in IT. Okay. Uh, where was I? Okay, oh, yeah. <clears throat> After we talked... <laughs> it's like Stephen Fry reading the Harry Potter books. After... Where was I? <laughs> I knew I should have let you interrupt in the days. After we talked about the exercises... The one who'd been looking at dead rabbits earlier brought up soldiers in every answer for no reason. <laughs> Apart from the first time he said it when he called them army men. <laughs> we, then... <laughs> we then had a half an hour lunch break. <laughs> I was leaving when I saw the twitchy lad reading one of the assessor's notes. He said to the assessor, I am not awkward and difficult <laughs> I wanted to stay and listen but I couldn't I Why? hid down because it was too awkward it was just uh. us three in a room <clears throat> I hid down a side street and ate a sandwich so I didn't have to talk to anyone 
went back in. I was first called for a one-to-one -one interview, which is the most luck I've had for ages. The interviewer said my CV was interesting and we talked. At the end she said, any questions? I asked my usual question, what would an average day be like? The interviewer said, that's a great question. I've now been told that is a great question five times. When I finally get a job, I might send it to the Guardian career section. <laughs> After the interview, I was free to leave. I went and got my coat. The twitchy lad said, goodbye Tim, even though I still had my name tag on. <laughs> the journey home was uneventful. There you go, that's the end of Tuesday. Lovely. Any questions? No? Well, thousands. Really. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, did you, how much did you interact with Twitchy? You know when you, like there's some, like at uni or school or whatever, there'll be one oddball and you're thinking, well, the chances really that I'm going to be sat next to him in his group. Mm -hmm. He'll follow, yeah, every chance for interaction he yeah. was there. Yeah. That's the trouble of being polite for the sake of you're probably the same as me you're polite in situations to try and avoid trouble or conflict yeah but it backfires with people like that well, because yeah. they go oh, it's been nice to me and then they cling on to you like I know like I don't dirty wanna, little mollusks I don't want to be mean but equally I was soaking wet sat in a room for a job that I knew I wasn't going to do and he was being really annoying so a few times I sort of rolled my eyes and stuff in Nice. There we go. Wednesday. Taking my niece to Oinkfest today. Oinkfest is a pig-based month at a farm near me. Went to pick up my niece. It was raining a lot. I drove to the farm like a feisty single mother. We got to the farm. I was expecting loads of women to think I was an attractive single parent. From the looks on their faces, they thought I was a freak with a child. <laughs> well, one of those is certainly closer to the truth. Went in the first bit, looked at the rabbits. They were good. <laughs> <laughs> looked at the guinea pigs. They were also good. And I told my niece about when I dropped my pet guinea pig down the toilet when I was younger. Went to another animal bit. Looked at the horses, goats, sheep and a donkey. My niece hated them all. She said she wanted to see pigs. So did I. Most of Oinkfest had been cancelled because of the rain. But we found a shed in the middle of a field with pigs in it. It was tiny. We went in. There were six massive adult pigs. They all started shouting in pig at the same time. It started echoing and was really loud. My niece started crying. I nearly did too. We ran back to the main bit. She wanted to go into the soft play area, but I told her it was closed. To cheer her up, I bought her an ice cream. Open brackets, I found out later I should have given her a proper lunch. Close brackets. We sat in a big tent and had ice cream. Turns out we were in the tent where the piggy panto is performed. Just before it started, a woman asked if she could sit next to us. I said, okay. Then I realised she didn't have a child with her and she wasn't a member of staff. <laughs> she, she just sat there eating her jacket potato and watched the panto. Sometimes I think maybe I'm not as good a writer as I think I am. Then I see stuff like the piggy panto. <laughs> It was bad, but I was happy to put up with it until they started coming into the audience. Oh, we ran away again. <laughs> we gave up after this and went home. <clears throat> in, the e in the evening, I got an email about another job asking me to ring them. I decided to ring them in the morning. That's the end of Wednesday. A uh, bit more on the guinea pig, please. Oh, so I used to, when I was younger, my guinea pig used to like sitting under my jumper but like on my chest right so I sort of forgot he was in there one day and just went and you went went to have a wee and he slid out like, <laughs> like it was like whack a rat like a, 
like an unexpected birth yeah, uh, of a guinea pig. It's like, do I put my hand in the toilet with the wee or, I don't know, hold onto his ear and flush? <laughs> so <it was> clean. <laughs> it was like... That's nice that you've had a little experience like that with a guinea pig. I had a guinea pig and it got, I thought it would be a good idea to let it run free in the living room. I thought it might like it. Maybe mm. it'll watch a bit of telly. We had a we had a gas fireplace, no. but there was a bit of a gap in the back oh, of no. it, and it somehow managed to crawl up the fireplace. And I just remember coming back into the living room, and it was like dangling out like a, his legs. We well, like left a, it on its own, like a guinea pig Santa, just <laughs> dangling out, like a Victorian chimney sweep. Yeah. Did you get it back out? Yes, and when it did, it had all soot on its face, we- like Dick Van Dyke. Were you hurt that it took the first chance to run away from you? I'm hurt that it... No, I'm more disappointed that it took such an unconventional route out of the house. Mm. They're, t- they're too nervous an animal for kids to have, really. Yeah. They, you know, loads of them die of just shock. Pathetic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Thursday. Got up. Decided to research the company before bringing them back. Apparently, it's not only a pyramid scheme, but also a cult by some definitions. I emailed them saying I wasn't interested. I was even more polite than usual though, in case they were Scientologists. Spent most of the day applying for jobs I'm not even qualified for. In the evening, I went for a pizza with my dad. (laughs) We got there and the woman asked where we wanted to sit. He said, wherever is quietest. I told him about my IT interview. We laughed about all the weirdos we've both met in IT. (laughs) We then talked about our usual three topics, population control, artificial intelligence, and the search for immortality. (laughs) After, I told him about all the new things about smoking since he's quit. We had an argument about whether smoking was cool or not. I had a double espresso at the end with the proviso that I went home and did something productive. Went home and got into bed. Fell asleep at quarter past four. <laughs> God. Any questions from Thursday? What were you doing up until quarter past four? Nothing. Oh no, actually, scratch that. Do you ever sometimes just look into your phone and then you look at the time and two or three hours have passed? No. Okay. Um, where, where did you did you go Pizza Express? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't like that they do that. They ask you where you want to sit. That's good. Where there's no kids, you can hear yourself think. You, I, God, I don't know if I want to listen to a conversation that you have with your dad. I bet they're crackers. Yeah. It's normally about the end of the world and stuff like that. Mm. Or robots, normally. Well, you've heard the three big topics. Immortality is quite a recent one. Who starts it, though? No, like, sometimes I meet him and I think... Right, I'm not going to talk to him about robots at all today. Mm. And then there'll be some tangential thing. Like sometimes we'll be in the pub watching a football and an advert with like a... like Is it like Confused.com with that little yeah. cartoon robot? And he'll go... He's going to be my boss one day. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll start. So I don't know how it happens. It just always does. Yeah, okay. Cool. Friday. Quite an uneventful day, so... Friday. Woke up at 11, feeling the opposite of refreshed. A company emailed me for a cover letter. I reread the job description and realised they wanted five years copywriting experience. (laughs) I'm too ashamed to even reply. Mill texts me at 1.15, asking what's for dinner. She's in a bad mood because she went out drinking and she's taking it out on me. My pen's running out now, so I have to stop. Goodbye. And that is this week's diary. Wow. Any questions from the final day? Uh, is Mill still in a bad mood? She's still angry at you? Well, she's not back yet, so I don't know. Oh, Presumably, though, it's always on, you know what it's like. It's always on the cusp. What is? Of a bad mood. It's been in a relationship. <laughs> Why is generally one of us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm talking about me and you. Oh, right. Yeah, sure. It's normally you. Excuse me? When is it ever me? Always you. You just don't like to admit it. I bet Mill struggles with the exact same thing. I bet she's right as rain and you're just going... 
This been a bad mood in me for. That is a bad mood in the first place. You moaning. Uh, this is Elton John. <laughs> I guess that's probably why they call it the blues. I mean, it's, you know, it's a fair point, Elton. That was Elton John on Radio Bista, Bista's only alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, what a two? Uh, I'm not sure. Just the pub, Weatherspoons, or um, what else? Is silence. There? Do you know we went down that alleyway. We were trying to, we were trying to film something. We went round the back of some. We were in yeah. some lay-by, and I think we were going to get murdered. That. No. <laughs> oh, happy days. You can't put that kind of thing on the internet. Well, do you remember we used to do stuff? I don't have an account. We used to do stuff, didn't we? Not just sit in a basement. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have a login for any porn sites? No, I was listening to a documentary. No, an interview. Imagine being that. I just thought I've always found that weird. Like when you see a little go to your profile bit on a porn site it's like who's got who's got who's invested enough to sign up well if you ever I'd like to receive your weekly newsletter please (laughs) yeah I know I I do think I don't know who these people are that they can just get emails about this that they must just live entirely isolated from anyone or just have no shame on the edge yeah but have you ever read the comments under videos no I haven't and perhaps that's a new item that well, we there's, <laughs> well there's sort of the usual ones that you can expect but there's sometimes just people just having a chat like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> like I suppose if you want to if you're really hello, lonely, what, hello what are you up to today <laughs> yeah you oh. yeah yeah so sorry I think what we need to do I've, I think this conversation has made me realise that there's a niche in the podcasting market what? We should start a porn podcast. Porn and not cast. my dad wrote a, po- wrote a porno. My dad's not... in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than you smash it. Or get your dad to do a podcast with you. Me and my dad discuss porno. That would be lovely. Yeah. Um, no. It'd inevitably just come to the end of the world anyway. Wouldn't I it? wouldn't. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd be severely uncomfortable doing that with you. But with my dad, I think he's probably beyond the pale. Yeah, but it'd be it'd be a subjective conversation about the art of pornography. Well, actually, I was listening today. Not it, about your top ten. You know, there's or what's on your hard drive. Porn websites took the YouTube model of just people being allowed to upload their own videos, effectively, and it's just destroyed the porn industry in Smart. Uh, California. John Ronson was talking about it. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. Well so, done for turning that round into something educational. If you'd like to um, send us your favourite pornographic videos, <laughs> no, um, don't, don't, because people will, uh, and then we're getting all sorts of trouble. Jack Short at hotmail.co.uk. <laughs> it's just this administrative Jack would just rather they went straight to him. <laughs> <laughs> you can make sure the URLs are not just hyperlinks, but. Mm. Perhaps they're a description. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah just a brief... I just don't want. I don't want HTML. I don't know how am I meant to know what it is. <laughs> just a couple of bullet points and some time links, and yeah. that's what you need. Yeah. Or if you ever see Jack in the street, just go up and show him the, your <laughs> favourite bit of the video on him <laughs> or your genitals, perhaps. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Let's come on. Let's be more mature. Tell us about your favourite racism you've heard this week. <laughs> What's the most racist thing you've heard this week? So we should just say, this was an item that I wanted to give a run when we were live on... Oh, yeah, this is the only alternative. And um, it never really got off the ground because Jack thought it was racist for some reason. Welcome to what's the most racist thing you've heard this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with a news item. Okay. This was found on a local news page. And it's called My Worst Date, but I think that it's like a series okay, of yeah. articles. They do stuff like that in The Guardian. Where... It's broken down quite weirdly, but we'll go through it. Okay. Uh, the the title being, He said anyone he dated needed to, ha- to have a nice white face. Huh. Hmm. Uh, Harriet, 26, uh, lives in... 
in Manchester and works for a charity. Right. Oh, well done. Now, so this is this is the way it's laid out, right? I'm going to try and do a slight differentiation in tone, and I hopefully you'll be able to pick that up. Okay. So the the first part is I knew it was going to be a bad day when. Yeah. And that's the yeah, sort yeah. of the generic line, statement. And then they fill it in. I knew it was going to be a bad day when he was openly racist. <laughs> it was our first date, never ever to be repeated. We met through highly questionable friends who I'm no longer in touch with. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Snip that cord. On the date, we went to a pub in Lincoln. He proceeded to tell me about how famous his dad was around the city for being a hard man mm. and to list the times that his dad had sorted people out. Oh, that's that's what women like, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone ever tries to touch you, love? I'll give my dad a call. <laughs> yeah. And he'll boot you up. Great. Oh. I think a lot of people from school, certainly of my age, never quite grew out of that mentality of yeah well just you wait till my brother shows up he's gonna do you right in really? i know yeah well i mean i would almost take the beating if someone's brother who's say six years older than me who's left school comes to a school to beat <laughs> up a child <laughs> the worst part was when he described himself as not fussy when it came to women right but said that anyone he had dated needed to have a nice white face. <laughs> I mean... I just sat there, frozen, making a weird, pained grimace. I was so shocked, it took me several minutes to choke out something about racism, which made it worse, because he expanded on his previous statement and explained to me that he didn't mind being friends with black men, but he viewed women of colour as unclean oh god I was 19 at the time and I felt it was really important not to make a scene an impulse I've worked to unlearn in my 20s because sometimes a scene is necessary mm, that's true <laughs> is it do you not agree with that well not a scene per se because a scene in my head is like excuse me sir how dare well, you yeah. you don't have to you could just say shouldn't really say stuff like that mate. I'm gonna go because I don't think that's acceptable yeah. yeah instead of tipping my drink over him and walking out see that's that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah I pathetically went quiet and tried to cut the date as short as politely as possible the date ended when he insisted on walking me home and tried to hold my hand oh. when I declined to clasp paws with him Ugh. I think this might be like some sort of weird lady in the tramp. He strode off in a huff. I didn't hear from him again, thank God. If he got in touch today, I tell him that he, I find his views abhorrent and block him. Okay. These days I am very happily cohabiting with my non-racist long-term partner and two fat cats. Racist against cats. In hindsight, I should have been less fearful of behaving badly in a public place. Manners aren't always the most important thing. Mm. I wish I'd been able to calmly explain why his statements were so disgusting and offensive. Then decisively end the date. I mean, thank you for that. I mean, it's nice You're to welcome. have a mix a bit of race hate into the comedy. Uh, what is the point of that article usually? Is that sort of date advice or sort of funny and wacky? So did no editor or anything go, yeah, that's that's probably not what we're after actually. <laughs> no, I don't think they did. I thought I think they thought that's kind of a story. Yeah, I mean, it's not though, is it? The thing is, before sort of Brexit and all that nonsense, I I felt like you could sort of mock things in an un-PC way do you know what I mean yeah so you could sort of like I could say you were racist and that would be a joke because it's so absurd but now now that everyone's a racist yeah now that loads of racists came out of the dark uh, 
to express their racist views. Yeah, I know. It turns out a large parts of society were racist all along, just hiding underneath. It's now suddenly, because that's out in the open again, you can't be, there's no way you're being absurd about it. Do you remember in the general election when that bloke came up to Tim Farron and was like, You've just assumed. Oh, yeah, that was jabbing so at him. You've just assumed mm. the people that voted for Brexit were racist, and we're not. Yeah. Don't just assume. And he was sort of like, "Well, why did you vote for Brexit?" They were like, oh, you're not the one asking the questions here." <laughs> like, right, okay. So you could well be a racist, then, mm. couldn't you? Really think about it. So that is pr- that's probably the most racist thing I've heard this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was at work. Oh no. And. Um, well, this is part two. Okay. So what's the most racist thing you've heard this right, week? Okay. And uh, we have a volunteer that comes in once a week. She's from the uh, from a small village in Buckinghamshire. So, mm. you know, uh, slightly older, probably in her late 50s, maybe early 60s. Very posh, thinks that she's been there, done it all, seen everything. So obviously... She certainly knows better than me. My racist sense is tingling. I'm gonna be honest with you. But she, she not only knows better than me, obviously, because I'm young and I don't know anything. Uh, she knows better than everyone about anything ever. Yeah, of course. That's how she lived that long. Well, how else? How else do you survive <laughs> if you're not better than everyone? Um, the kind of person where. So, as another example, to paint a picture of this woman, mm. she was sat typing away on her computer. And not part of this conversation that I was having with someone else. One of the nurses that I work with was telling me about how she had to... She went for like a doctor's appointment or something and she was a bit... Bless her, she's she's a bit older as well. And she was a bit embarrassed because she was saying she was wearing sort of Bridget Jones knickers. Right. And she was a bit embarrassed about taking her skirt off or something. And she was like about talking about how embarrassing it was trying to be funny were you in on this conversation or were you just I was it? It, it, she was it was more directed at someone else but I was like leaning just trying to get involved desk. just to be polite okay. what else were you wearing and this other woman wasn't part of it at all and she got to the bit where she was like oh god I was so mortified I was so embarrassed and this volunteer woman turned round and just went I don't worry I've had worse did anyone reply please say they didn't no okay so that's the end of it. We're good, isn't it? it was, <laughs> so she was having a conversation earlier this week with someone. I was just sat doing my work. I wasn't part of the conversation. And she was talking about uh, how she was with some friends and they were ordering a meal. To which she went on to describe a certain takeaway uh, uh, with a racial slur. Right. What type of takeaway? Uh, one of the... Chinese persuasion. Okay, I know what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just. <sighs> yeah, but what is the re- reason for that? Because what you save, I suppose you save 0.15 of a second saying that. You know, I'm busy, busy. I'm only, volunteer- <laughs> I'm only volunteering is, two days. It is time Come effective. That's true. This PC stuff slowing me down. <laughs> I've got some volunteering to do. It's political correctness gone mad, though, isn't it? If you think about it, you can't just say anything you want, even if it's offensive. What you can't abuse someone on the grounds of their race. And Shame. It's mental. mental. What has this world? You come can't to? even kick a homeless to death if they get in your way as you're walking down the street. But I do. I, I thought it kind of tied in with that news story that I read a bit because it's a bit like I know. I know I should have gone. Well, you can't really say stuff like that. But at the same time. I was conscious of the fact that if I'd have said that, she wouldn't have gone, really? Is that offensive? Oh, no, I know. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I know. I, I had not, not, me and my friends say it all the time. We had no idea. I must I must text them now and tell them that we're not to say that anymore. She's going to go, I can do what I want. I know. I, I quite often actually have this battle between wanting the quiet life and wanting to do the right thing <laughs> and it's far more often the quiet life will win out yeah it does it does triumph like regularly. if i like if i'm on a bus or a train and there's a pregnant woman i will give up my seat but i will pause as long as possible to see if anyone else will uh but then i will do it but i'll be totally begrudging about it yeah of course but which i suppose takes away from it in a way in a way but like my nightmare really is seeing like a crime or something in the street or something getting mugged. 
and I'm the only <laughs> one there. And like I'd have to go, yeah, and I'd go, oh, I'd just go, oh, what's that over? Oh, doctor's appointment. Oh, God, don't think he's all lit. No, God, nice phone as well. Uh, no, put the knife away. I think yeah. I should really do something now. So, I mean, my, my morality stretches to human contact, I think. So, <laughs> the way I describe it is, if I had to vote, for in a referendum to give old people better rights or better standard of living or something, I'd vote for it without a doubt. I wouldn't even think about it. If I had to help an old lady across the street, I'd affect a foreign accent and walk off. Cause I, that's, you are an interesting man. That's how I live my life. So um, if you've heard any racism this week, feel free to get in touch. With, uh, stu- <laughs> studio at radiovista.co.uk <laughs> Uh, If you could write in the subject line, I'm a massive racist, that would be very much appreciated. (laughs) Uh, That was Blur with I'm a whiny, boring man. It's not, yeah, I was just saying, it's not technically music, though, is it, really? I get it. I get why some people find Liam Gallagher annoying, but you can't find Liam Gallagher annoying and then say that (laughs) isn't also quite irritating. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, well, uh, we had a bit of sincerity there for once. I don't know about you, but I'd like to get back to being stupid. Oh, stupid head. So this is uh, Game of Moans, not associated with the pornographic parody. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, So this is a part of the show where we watch Game of Thrones... Record our thoughts beforehand on what's going to happen in this episode, and then we talk about it afterwards. You always fall back into that voice. I know it's my broadcasting voice. You start talking normally, and then you just go start talking like this. Because I can't even say that with any sincerity. I can't say a sentence because I'm still from school. I'm worried that people will laugh at me for taking. You couldn't do anything with any level of sincerity when I was at school. Right, and that's why men keep killing themselves. Exactly. It can be sincere with me, mate. Don't you worry. No, you're the you're one of the worst. <laughs> so oh. here are our thoughts on Game of Thrones episode four. Hello, um, we're about to watch Game of Thrones. It's called Game of Moans, not associated with a pornographic parody. This one, we predict what's going to happen in Game of Thrones. Say hello, Jack. Hello. This is episode four yeah. of seven. Yeah. Um, Tom already knows what's going to happen in this episode because he can't keep his snout out of the internet. No, because idiots leak the episode for no reason. And then you tweet them, go, oh, Did you really have to post spoilers? I mean, oh, did you see that? To the UK time to post the spoilers. Did you see the abuse I was getting from those people? Yeah, funny. <laughs> no, not funny. I Some idiot account just retweeted a big spoiler blob. I was like, oh, thanks for that. I hate surprises. And they're like, well, actually, um, it aired last night at midnight, so I'm not in charge of your social feed. I was like, okay, <laughs> you freaks. And then there were a load of little rat grasses joining in, favouriting their reply. And I was looking at them. It was people who had, like, 17 followers apiece. It's like, all right, losers. I'm not the loser. You are. Well, you've shown them. So, go on, what do you think's going to happen? You've shown them who's oh, going to Yeah. <laughs> I think there's going to be a battle of sorts. No. Or it's going to involve <laughs> Jamie Lannister. Now, one of the dragons is going to get killed in the face or in the stomach. Oh, right, down it comes. Uh-huh. Uh, crash into the sea into a big ball of flames. Right. And that's all I've got, really. I think, uh, well, in fact, I'm pretty sure I know that Arya's going to go back to Winterfell. I think yeah, I've, I've, that. I've got a I feeling really I know that as well. That. To be honest with you. Um, what about Littlefinger? Just to... Oh, uh, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be like, don't worry, no, this warrior's back. I still grab you in the arse. And that's what he's gonna do. <laughs> and that's the only reason we do this. <laughs> but that's probably all we've got for this uh, week. If we do whatever oh. in the next episode later. Um. That's probably it for this week, isn't it? Yeah, Considering... that's all I've got. Unless you want to know what actually happens. No. Okay. Let's watch. Goodbye. Lovely. That's that preview. Littlefinger didn't really have much dialogue, though. No, I know. Um...
Oh, oh, you, oh, oh, oh you, you, your sister there, she's got a fight and shall I go good with a little sword? Oh, no, he had the conversation with Brand, didn't he? Yeah. Hey, I take the spear. That's a nice weird chair that you've got. Uh, no, yeah, he spoke to Brown about it. Yeah, chaos is a ladder, or whatever it is. Even mm. though I looked up when he said that, old Pinky, mm. and he was in the throne room with just him and Varys. Varys. Yeah. Well, there's not a tree in there. I thought we could only see through the trees. No, because he went to the tower bit. There wasn't a tree there. Wasn't there? I don't know, there might have been. Okay. To be fair, I don't know. I, I don't. Um, yeah, 46 favourites that thing got in the end. With those little rat childs. They're still favouring it today. Come on. <laughs> Who's favouring that? Oh, I'll look at that later. Oh, when I'm <laughs> into a flannel. Jiggling myself a milk. Oh, Jesus. That remark. I don't know if you know about this. When I was at uni. Where are you going? No, no, no it's not. In re- it's nothing to do with flannel. flannels. No. Um, do you remember when that Is cereal. Is it anything to do with soggy biscuits? <laughs> no, that was at school. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> First prize. <laughs> uh, do you remember that serial killer Ariel Castro killed himself? Yes, I do. And I tweeted saying, "I can't believe Fidel Castro dead. Oh, yes. I don't even know he was in prison." Just not funny, really, but just sort of a throwaway thing. Tweeted that. Woke up in the morning, and some <laughs> in America had screen captured it and gone. Oh, when your IQ's negative, <laughs> and so then it got like it got like three hundred retweets and stuff, but not even my account, just a picture of me, and then people finding me going, "Oh, you're an idiot, dude." I was like, oh, "Oh," and I wouldn't mind, but the account that retweeted was a parody account of one of the parents from that '70s show. <laughs> so I'm a loser, am I? Yeah. Oh, you can't do anything on Twitter I don't like to tweet anymore no, there's no point people will just once I was drunk and Kasabian were on the telly and I was like people only like Kasabian because Noel Fielding's the guitarist again sort of 60 retweets people going mm, look at this idiot <laughs> yeah <laughs> great uh, anyway so that's Thrones covered what happened I can't remember oh yeah Sansa and Bran all meet up Bran has a wheeled on. chair yeah that's good just out of nowhere I made it in a couple of days, I think. That would I'd be more interested seeing like a montage of that being made, I think, than most of the scenes featuring Bran this year. Yeah. Um yeah, so that will happen. Uh oh, John goes into that cave for the joint. That was the was worst that? sort of exposition duck, but they may as well have just written it in the sand or something. I know. Oh, and then there were little stick figures and he goes, Oh wait, this one's important and then it's like the most detailed cave drawing ever seen <laughs> and the Night King's got a beard I don't know what's going on I, they've got like all of the other drawings in that cave are in the same sort of chalky kind of I stuff I know and then the White Walkers have got blue eyes I know. where did they find blue chalk <sighs> uh, especially that it's a very deep almost chromatic blue Yeah, well, you couldn't get that in a chalk it's there's like, just no way it's really the perfect basic picture of the White Walkers which really doesn't have to be like that because Daenerys doesn't know what they look like, if you remember. It's like so it could he could have drawn it could have been anything. It's like the the writers have been sat in their room storyboarding it, and one of them's just gone. Wouldn't it be easier if we were writing this in the modern day, and then John could just take a picture of it on his phone yeah, and send it, it to Daenerys, <laughs> and one of the others has gone. Well, why doesn't he draw it instead? The original Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What else? Great. Happened? Oh, there was that fight on the field. That was alright. <laughs> fight on the field. What? <laughs> it's not. It's not a school. Yeah, it was. It was like British bulldog. <laughs> all the Dothraki in a line. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was good. And then I actually, I think you did as well for a moment that they were going to kill Jamie. Yeah. But they copped out of it again. I know. You know what? Sour pussy. Another thing. I went and did a bit of research. Last main character to die, apart from John, which doesn't really count, Stannis. That's ages ago. Exactly. Boring. Uh, yeah, so I think that's... More that. death. He's stupid. More death. Yeah, they've got to start killing people. Cut the wage bill, especially. Then we can have stuff, scenes that aren't just talking. Mm. And these other people go, oh, there's gold. And then people go, oh, that's a stupid question. Every single time. 
Hmm. It's either that's a good question or that's a bad question. That is the question. Just <laughs> bump it up, little five seconds at a time, till we've got an episode. Rubbish. Um. Well, that's thrones covered. Exactly. Oh, I did see a funny thing on Reddit this week actually, hmm. when they were discussing like their favourite actors in the show, and someone went Joanna Mormon, you know, the little girl, isn't it? So that was Draw. their favourite actor for it, and someone commented on me saying, "You're the reason that we get that Muppet baby." <laughs> Which <laughs> <laughs> really tickled me. Yeah, um, nice. So that's Game of Thrones, <laughs> not associated with a pornographic powder for this week. Can you pull your jumper down? You look like you're wearing a crop top. It's making me uncomfortable. He says I'm not. You don't have to look at that, mate. <laughs> I'm trying not to. It's very distracting, though. God, we've been rabbiting all night. So, should we play a TV theme and Please. wrap things up? Yep. Uh, so this is a. This is the theme tune of a TV show. I like both the TV show and the theme tune separately and when used in conjunction. No further information required. Uh, this week's TV theme tune comes from... <laughs> <laughs> the theme comes from... We need to start with the stupid voices. It's every other word. Uh, it comes from a TV show called Extras. Uh, the song is Tea for the Tinner Man by Cat Stevens. Uh, Extras is all right. <laughs> it's good it's not as good as The Office but it's got its moments mm-hmm. um, that's about it for this week lovely um, nice. everyone watch our sketch slowly slowly clocking up the views uh, that'll be in the description and um, if you want to listen to this podcast but you uh, believe in supporting local small independent businesses like Samsung and Google and Microsoft <laughs> then you can also get this podcast on, on Android, Android. Um, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, uh, yeah, just get in touch. Really, I don't mind who you are. I don't mind if you do, whatever you do. Really, oh yeah, if yeah. If anyone else just like Semtex or anything, I'll do that. Like, yeah, just get yeah, your stage, you drug know. cartels. I don't really mind. Um, refreshers. Yeah, refreshers. That'd be good though. This week's podcast is brought to you by Refreshers. Mmm. Refreshers. Or we'd do like Nestle, we'd go, like, you're all laughing at Nestle and stuff for all their things, but who really cares about third world babies? That would be good. Unless you're advert for Nestle. Yeah. What? Here's my advert for Nestle, here we go. What <laughs> what, what chocolates do they do, Nestle? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, actually. Kit Kat? Yes. Okay. Aero, they do Aero, that's a good one for this. Um, do they? Here we go. Oh God! Do you know what, Tom? What? I just, I can't, I can't bear the idea of Nestle having youngsters in the third world being killed in those factories. Mm-hmm. I just can't bear it. And then you go, here, Jack, have an arrow. You'll feel better. Wait, Jack, have an arrow. That'll cheer you up. Hmm. Mm. My feelings about third world children are just melting away. The cool, refreshing taste of murder. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's enough libel for this week, I think. Um, yeah, like, subscribe, uh, follow, retweet. Do that again. Uh, what? <laughs> like, subscribe. I'm <laughs> uh, an asthma attack. Like, subscribe, retweet, favourite, download, and a big thumbs up. Uh, restart. Um, Eject before unplugging and uh, clean up after yourself. Right click to save as. Yeah, if you've got any uh, pornography or ghost stories or anything like that, feel free to contact us at jackhomepodcast at gmail.com. Ta ra. Add us on eBay.